Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones and the Temple of Film. I'm Steve. And I'm Matt. And we are a VHS podcast, except when we're not. Yes, for our mini episodes, we sometimes do new movies and stuff that's not on VHS, uh, but definitely always stuff that's nerdy. And coming back for our Star Wars segment, we have Ashley! It's me, I'm Ashley. (laughs) Yay! Yeah, Ashley was with us on our last Jedi episode, which if you're listening to this episode, I'm assuming you listened to that one because that one... People like that episode. <laughs> yeah, they liked it a lot. And this, I was on it. <laughs> that's right. And this time we're doing Solo, a Star Wars story. Does the seat open? Please. I heard you won your ship playing cards. It's true. Fastest in the galaxy. But my ship isn't for everyone. On May 25th. You got what it takes? There's only one way to find that. Whoa, 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 Han. Slow down. Might want to quit while you're ahead. You might want to quit while you're behind. <laughs> solo, a Star Wars story. Rated PG-13. Another one of their completely solo films? How many times is Solo going to be mentioned in this movie? Or in this podcast? <laughs> the word Solo? Probably yeah. a million times. How many puns one can we make? <laughs> million times. <laughs> it's like, except in Spanish where it's uno. Yes. Unless that was the solo reference that we were going to have. Oh, it's time. already failing and I want to leave. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get into the basic story of this because I don't want to go into the pre-production hell yet. I feel like everybody's kind of waiting for us to talk about that because that's what people know about this movie, sadly. But I know Unfortunately. Nothing. Well, yeah, but like Which nerds. Nerds, you guys. Uh, <laughs> you guys all know about the behind-the-scenes drama, and for some reason that's kept some of you home from seeing this movie. And, yeah, I don't know. It's you weird. You're a bunch of babies. Just go see it and then decide later. Yeah. I think people are giving this movie a really bad chance. We'll get into it. I'm not saying it's amazing, but, like, calm down. <laughs> it's not the worst thing I've seen. I went and saw Show Dogs this week. Oh, what? <laughs> Why? Because Matt took me to see it. Oh, okay, that I makes g- sense. I gave her an out, though. I said, I'm going to see Show Dogs. Do you want to come with me? She had an out. She didn't take it. I regret it. <laughs> I bet. But Solo. Let's turn this, let's turn this back into Solo. Show Dogs, you son of a bitch. Um, Aaron Reich is playing Han Solo, the like most iconic character almost of Star Wars. I'd say only Vader's probably bigger. Yeah. yeah. And at first I was like, this poor kid, there's no way he's going to be able to be Solo and no one's going to compare him to Han or no one's going to compare him to um, Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. Within five minutes, I'm like, sold. He's oh, on yeah. solo. I was I the only person who was very excited when this dude showed up, like, in the trailer, because he, I only saw him in Hail Caesar, which I hated that film, but he was amazing in it. I thought he did a great job. And so when they showed the little teaser for this and he was solo, I was like, oh, he's got this. Because his character's very specific in Hail Caesar. So, and I think he did a great job throughout. Yeah, I I was also not one of the haters. I I like 
was really, really, really excited to see him in this. I didn't hate Hail Caesar as much as you did, but I also didn't like it as a movie. Like, I could just say I didn't like the movie. And he was the best part of that movie, and that was the only thing I've ever seen him in. I didn't know him or anything like that, and that's what I liked. The fact that, like, he was not... You know, because they were talking to Dave Franco, Miles mm. Teller, and uh, Ansel Elgort, and I've seen all them and a ton of stuff. This guy, I haven't. So I was excited to see him do this. Yeah, I guess I just never got into any... Uh, when I saw who it was, I just didn't care. I was like, okay, let's see what he can do. Yeah. Because I was really just feeling sorry for him, because I was like, there's no way you're going to be able to live up to Harrison Ford. Such and a big role. Such a big shoes to fill. and yeah. And Harrison Ford could actually probably beat you up at 85 like you screwed up my character kid punch or he just ram a plane down his ass because he's wrecked so many (laughs) i don't think harrison ford cares enough about anything (laughs) he's like they made a movie about my character am i getting paid still (laughs) (laughs) he got an invite they made a movie about me (laughs) was i in it i don't remember (laughs) so next the other leading character was emily clark as kira Kira. Yeah, yeah, we meet them early on in the in the film. They oh, it opens with them, and I was actually kind of shocked how much this movie drops us in, right in the story. Because Star Wars, I am waiting for tons and tons of exposition and mythology and stuff like this. This one, we kind of get we we meet them right away. We see Solo after a swindle, and we jump right in. We know their relationship. We know that he's already in it and we sort of see a bit of that world that they're living in and the, the slums and stuff like that now see i really don't like the beginning of this movie i like the movie towards the middle and the end i don't like the beginning because it shows so much like lovey-dovey side of han solo i feel like you know like there's the struggle aspect like that he's so human and the fun part about han solo is he's kind of an asshole but, like, he's a good dude. Like, I don't need to see so much about his, like, love story. This is kind of getting, like, the Michael Myers vibe to you. You don't want, like, the Boogeyman explained. You don't want, I don't like, the, the Dashing it. Man explained. It's not too terrible. Like, they, they kind of go straight and they, they're separated pretty quickly. So it's not... I get more into it as soon as that happens. Mm-hmm. But, like, for a minute, I'm like, oh, no. Is this what it is? Like, is he going to be, like prince charming going to save her and stuff and luckily it's not that really but yeah i wasn't feeling it at the beginning i i agree actually with what you're saying like i kind of don't want like i want to just see him as an asshole the whole time it's really fun to see him as like a lovable asshole but i like disagree because as much as i didn't like the fact they were explaining that to me I just really enjoyed those scenes early mm-hmm. on for some reason. Like when they steal the speeder and they're just flying down and they're trying to get away from the whatever the bad guys are. I'm sure they have a name because Star Wars world. They have <laughs> oh, some sort of. Ta- yeah, the Marauders. Yeah, there you the, go. Oh, wait. No, 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 not the Marauders. Oh, are you the talking Marauders. about the, the early chase when they're just trying to get. They're the, basically like the police. Uh, the Lady Proxima's mm-hmm. people. Like worm mafia. That's yeah, all worm like. mafia people. Yeah. So like they're they're going down the speeder and stuff like that, and he's gonna you know try to make the tight groove or whatever, and they get stuck. I liked all that. I was like, this is fun already. Like we are five minutes in, and we're already into like a fun little chase scene, and there's quippy yeah. dialogue and stuff like that, and he's he's so smarmy, and I and it was fun to watch. I was hooked already. This is gonna be like loose. This is gonna be like fun. Um, yeah, I think they set up the. I was before we got on here kind of like a gunslinger type Mm -hmm. vibe yeah it's almost like they do these like 
Western tropes of like the separated from the woman and then, you know, the person that's like training him and, you know, he's basically turns into like a gunslinger by the end mm-hmm. of the movie. It doesn't get bogged down by like, like it does these Western tropes, but it doesn't try to make the movie feel like a Western, which I liked. It, it's like a sci-fi 70s spaghetti western sort of but without getting it without like crippled by that you know like like without being like yeah like like feeling like they have to hold on to the genre it's like pulling the tropes from the genre but not adhering strictly to it which was like nice i was like oh okay i feel like i i don't know what my thought was going into this movie what this was going to be i feel like i really didn't know what this movie was going to be I was pretty put at ease within the first 10 minutes of the movie of just being like, wow, okay, this is cool. Like, I'm, I'm in it. I like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, so the first ones are like space operas and this is just a straight space Western. Yeah. But, and, but yeah, not like just like it's, yeah, it's like, floating. well, it doesn't have the cons of a Western. Yes. It doesn't have right. long, ridiculous monologues. No, it's very quick. Yeah. It's a fun pace, and I really dig the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks very sandy and gritty, and, like, the fashions are amazing because it's that 70s style, like, Lando's in it. I mean... You know, usually we do, like, a spoilers alert. Just, like, this entire thing, we're reviewing the movie. If you haven't seen the movie, go see it, come back and watch this, because I, I really don't feel like figuring out when we should not spoil it. Yeah, yeah that's true. I was actually going to... it's a prequel. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, There's not a lot of tension in some most of the parts because Han's not dying. <laughs> Chewie's not dying. Chewie's not dying and neither is Lando. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I was kind of like restraining myself from saying spoilers, but at this point, the gloves are off. I will just oh, say, spoil yeah, I will spoil things. Here's well, they get, I guess they get off the planet. Are you about to get into the Lando No, thing? no, I was just going to oh. jump right into Lando. I'm not even going to track how we got to Lando. Let's just let's because just talk Lando about him for a second. Is the star. <laughs> okay, here's my question. Sort of. Yeah. I, sort of. I love Donald Glover. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. And I, I get, I think the casting of him for Lando is like literally perfect casting. But I don't get the hype of, like, everybody saying he's their favorite character in the movie. Hmm. Because he's not really mine. I, I like the whole ensemble, really. I can't. I don't think there's anybody that yeah. stood Should out for me. Should we go around? So you don't have a favorite? Do you have a favorite character? I don't think I do either. I think, you know, watching Glover on this, you're mm-hmm. like, woo! Jesus, you're sizzling talented. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But at the same time, I expected it. Yeah. And I was more kind of blown away by how good... Aaron Reich was as yeah. Han Solo. You were pleasantly surprised by that. Yeah, him. so yeah. he kind of went farther. Maybe that's not fair, but it's just how my brain worked. Yeah. I was just like, whoa, you're really good as Han Solo. Character-wise, I just really dug Chewbacca's like, storyline, kind of, because yeah. like it's a little glimpse into, you know... Yeah, their their friendship. Yeah, and how and how they met, and I think that's cute. I don't know. I really enjoyed that. I was digging it right when we got in there because then you meet Woody Harrelson, who's also in this. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's how much she didn't watch it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get any like teasers or anything beforehand. They were trying to mirror the Kira and Han Solo with the the hell is Woody Harrelson's Beckett. And her name, Val. Beck and Val. Was that supposed to be a mirror? And then by the end, Han Solo, like, I will not become you. I don't know. I don't know about the relationship. I think maybe the the two of them, Solo saw a lot of himself 
maybe becoming Beckett, but I don't think the relationship. Yeah, was I think weird. he wanted to make Beckett like his father figure, right. and then and by the end, he's just like, no. Well, I think that Han might have like saw Woody Harrelson and Val, and was like, that's what we have, like a yeah. little boy, almost like that's what our love is. But like Woody Harrelson was like, no, dude, she is not your like companion you know oh yeah let's jump right into kira from there because kira actually is my favorite character arc or story i don't know if she has an arc i guess it is an arc but she was the most interesting to me Mm -hmm. because she starts out a struggler she does what she has to to survive and we don't really know what that is becomes a trained fighter works for an awful man and then by the end becomes the awful man yeah but does she become the awful man, or is she just looking out for herself? At I this think point? she's just looking out for herself. I think she's yeah. like in an emotional void, which I think is almost more interesting than a weird change. Yes, but when you work with the super special character that pops up at the end, you're officially evil. You know who you're working <laughs> oh, for. Oh yeah, but like her face isn't like at the yeah, end. You know, it's, it's true. more like just okay, next step kind of thing. Well, she's doing the evil to survive. Yeah. No, right. she she knows she's mm-hmm. on the wrong side, but, like, this is where her path is now, and she's like, gotta stick with it. I'm gonna live. Cool. And I kind of like that. It's yeah. not, like, a black and white character. It's like, she's just in the middle, but, like, is yeah. on one side. Well, yeah. here here's your, here's your super spoiler. We've already spoiled <laughs> stuff. I'm gonna put the warning signs here. Darth Maul is the super secret character. So right before that, people are going to be like, oh, shit, I got to leave. <laughs> <laughs> I have a few problems with this movie. Uh, this is one of them. Why? <laughs> I, that's my thing, too. Why? What? I literally, it was so late when we were watching this, and I, Darth Maul, I was like, I know this character's name is Darth Maul. I know we might have watched one of the prequels. I have no idea who Are we going to get is. a Darth Maul movie? No, I don't think we will because he's not popular enough to carry a movie. I think he's going to show up in these anthology movies now. And I feel like the anthology movies are going to start to have a through, and And, it's going to be him. And is Kira going to come back? Probably. Probably. Because the way they ended that, I was like, they're ending this. Like, this is going into its own. She'll die in the next one. She'll die before Mm -hmm. New Hope or, you know, Mm -hmm. before Rogue One or whatever. Ooh, uh, Han might have to kill her. But, yeah. He's signed up for two more, so the plan, I'm sure, will be to fill in some gaps because he's signed on. Okay. Solo is so. I didn't know that. I didn't. Yeah, he signed up for two more. So, but it's not a strict two more. It's if they if they decide just decide if they decide to use him. So they're not decided. They're just like maybes. Yeah, I mean the thing. The unlike Marvel, Star Wars's thing is telephone. When it's handed to a new filmmaker they do their story and without having to necessarily adhere to strict guidelines or as marvel they have a plan in place like that's why ryan johnson was able to take so many risks on Hmm. last jedi because abram said i'm done this is your movie you do what you want and so now with it being back to abrams he could do what he wants and is not adhering to what johnson did so like it's telephone each filmmaker gets to do their own thing hey here's what i think should happen bye click yeah basically so I'm wondering where this is going to go from here, but there's not a plan in place for it to go. Not to, like, spin too far off, but, like, I was just curious of your opinion of, like, the character that Paul Bettany plays, like, the, the villain um, Dryden Voss. Like, this is kind of a... He's pretty much a normal person-ish. He's not, like, he doesn't have the force, right, like, thing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, he's one of the well, most normal... Human. He's like he's the rich. Java... 
and he yeah. has scars on his face. He's Jabba. He's just like been Kinda, born into yeah. this world or something happened. He's one-sided. He's pure evil. Yeah. He's just a but, terrible fucking person, but man, he does it well. He's great. I, I loved him in this movie, and I actually really like the character, too, and I know the character is very one-note, like, he's just a bad guy, but he was really fun to watch, and that might just be Bettany, but, like... I don't know, though. I'm kind of obsessed with, like, him. He's, like, so... you. He clearly has a hold over her and, like, whatever, but it's almost like he's so needy Yeah, yeah, he, like, Like, he's desperate for her, but he's, like, has to be in charge, you know? uh, Just, like, an interesting directorial choice or acting choice, I don't know whose it was, but when they, like, sit next to each other, she puts her arm around him. He yeah. doesn't put his arm around her like typical bad guys would, which I thought was a really interesting so choice. Like, who's the real her. bad guy? Mm-hmm. That's well, what I thought they were or, doing. Or just, like, he's needy. You know, even if who's he is the bad guy, he needs that kind of, like, comforting attention from his, you know... Well, it's, it's not a, even his girlfriend. He's got so many. He's got, like, he's got a plethora of them. That's it's, his main hoe. But it's that's a, his main hoe, but he's got <laughs> hoes. <laughs> Um, it's a power move. Yeah. When you yeah. put your arm around someone that's controlling, mm-hmm. it's a power move. It's it's ownership. So I thought when she was doing that and when she would cross her legs and put her hand on his like leg, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I get it. Beckett keeps saying over and over, you don't know her. Uh, you yeah. can't yeah. fall in love with her. Because Beckett's probably seen Kira do some fucked up shit. Yeah. That's why he keeps saying that. And I think that's why he's he's trying to tell Han without just flat out telling the audience and on see i thought from the very beginning when she does that and she takes control with the ring and everything i was like okay i get it Mm. she's actually the real menacing son of a bitch yeah and i find that really fascinating about her character i think her you know she does a great job in this film like i i do like that in my brain i see her as like an emotionally wiped clean but it's like so strategic in a way where Mm -hmm. she's like five steps ahead at all times like she planned his death you know she was like i'm gonna be the one that kills him yeah it's It's, almost like she encouraged the whole han plot just so she had the opportunity when she she swipes at han with the sword at the end Mm -hmm. to put uh damn it what is paul bettany's character's boss yeah boss went to put boss completely off like his game he was just like okay she's gonna take care of the rest and then it's like you know that dagger and sword hit and right then it kind of to me i was like he's outmatched and also he trusts her Voss like trusts her completely he he doesn't see it coming and it's like that's when you become the weakest and when you trust someone and i like that like beckett being sort of the anti-hero in this movie oh, or whatever, being you know playing both sides really uh, is is the one that sees through her. Like mm-hmm. he's the mm-hmm. one that's playing both sides, and he's like, he, he trusts her, he trusts her. She's gonna get both of you guys in trouble. Like <laughs> he's he's the one that can well, like is is not blind to it with the, which they both are because they're the same character in right. a way. Mm-hmm. Right, they're both doing evil to survive. Right, yeah, and I don't think Beckett. You know, ever liked crossing Han, and I don't even. He might have liked crossing Voss though, like when Han oh, sets yeah. him up, because yeah. he was kind of like zaps the two guys. And he's like, when I'm thinking, I like to be the only one at the blaster. Yeah, that line is great. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's a Western line, right? Yeah, there. Also, that's, that's a yeah. very Western. That's a moment. Woody Harrelson line too. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just like, yeah, 
get it, dude. Like, I love you so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm really glad we're in a Woody Harrelson-like sort of renaissance right now, and he's in everything he's again in because he's everything. awesome. Yeah. He's so good. And he everything. can play anything. Yeah. yeah. He could be a maid in a movie, you know, like, where a mom, like, he's he's a guy being, like, the mom role, like, Mr. Mom. Michael Absolutely. Keaton, and you'd be like, yeah, great. Do, redo that movie. Put him in it. I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah, he's great. Can we fund this right now? <laughs> this is our Kickstarter. <laughs> Mr. Mom 2. Oh my god. With Woody. Yeah, man. He's so good. I think one of the characters, though, that I liked sort of the least was Val with Sandy Newton. I like her a lot as an actress, but I could not figure out what they were trying to do with her in this movie. And she kind of just gets bumped off, which I liked. I liked that she got bumped off because it's stake that sets up stakes and everything like that. No one in the movie's safe, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. It's good, but I didn't. I couldn't get a. I couldn't get a grasp on her. I couldn't get a grasp on what they were trying to do with her. Well, she was Woody Harrelson's uh, Beckett's like reality side. Mm-hmm. She's like you're too trusting. See, that's what I thought. Like with the father son thing with Han, where Han was looking at, it, it's like I need to find my Val. Because he knows he's impulsive. Mm-hmm. He knows he follows his gut. Yeah. And I thought that was like a mirroring there where he's like, Kira is my vow. And then yeah. it's just like, nope. But also, I feel like it might be, I don't know, I'm the woman in the room. Of course, I'm going to talk about this. Uh, <laughs> it yeah. might be like she is the image of the strong woman at first initially. Like, she makes the decision to sacrifice herself. She's like, love you, dude. I'm out. Like, get it done. And she just like, ends it whereas early on it could be perceived that kira is like the weaker one but then Mm -hmm. you find out she's not but you know what i'm saying like they kind of need like a balance of strong female characters and the quiet female characters so that there can be that there is a balance but she's gone so fast i'm like thandy come back (laughs) (laughs) great but then they do introduce the martyr woman at the end as well. Uh, Kid? Yeah. I was confused. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't they have picked a little bit older of an actor for that? Like, get a woman in her mid-20s? I thought they... Yeah, 20s would have been good, I think. When she took her mask off, I was like, is she Thandie Newton and Woody Harrelson's Yeah. She looked... The the guy in front of us, the guy in front of us literally said that out loud, because he was like the super fan who brought his kids, and he was like, clapping at point, you know, when no one else is clapping, and and we're, I was like, dude, that's not a clap moment at all. Like, wait yeah. till Ch- Chewbacca comes up. That's a clap moment. Dude, this one guy to our left was laughing out. He was like, oh, oh. He thought it was like, the funniest movie he's seen all year. It was amazing. I think he's number one fan. <laughs> that must have been it. the same guy that came to when I saw Avengers. And, like, everything in <laughs> Avengers, the Infinity oh, War oh. that happened, this guy was just like, oh, oh, that was great. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I wish I would have watched that movie with that guy. That would have made <laughs> would have kept me ball. awake, yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, um, my God. But, yeah, I genuinely thought they were like, no, that makes it's another daughter thing. And I'm like, we've had this too many times, and I can't handle it, you know? like. I, yeah, I think I think having her be a little older would have kept us away from yeah. that. But not much. Like It's it's obviously it, we're seeing the beginning of the rebellion with them, which is cool. And I, I like that they chose to add that into this mm-hmm. prequel, that we're seeing the beginning of the rebellion or this new rebellion, this post-prequels uh, rebellion. Uh, <laughs> so, so many layers. Yeah. We're seeing the beginning of that rebellion, of the, the a New Hope rebellion. And that was a cool choice. But yeah, like if they wanted to be like, oh, she's a young like protester type, they should have aimed for twenties instead of like teens. 
I think she might yeah. be in her twenties, but she just has a very like She's got innocent baby face, face. Yeah. and it it threw me. That's why I thought I think childlike. I yeah. think daughter. And, yeah, but she is a strong character because we saw her like zipping around on not Tie Fighters or whatever, but you know something the, equivalent they're, they're, to they're it. They're flying ship um, things. It just kind of threw me, but I mean, she what? is a strong character, but like we don't know if she's like this young woman until like the end. Uh, Aaron Kellyman, can you write our show and tell us how old you are? <laughs> Should I tweet her right now? Yeah. How well, old she'd probably. <laughs> how Any, old are you? Anywho, so um, so I I practice synopsis like really fast. I want to see if I can get this out in one minute. I don't okay. know what it's about. Hanzo Akira meet. They're like gutter trash. They got to get out. They fight the little lizard or like. I don't know, worm thing. They get out. They go. She gets caught. Oh, no. What are we going to do? He joins the army to get off that planet because fuck that planet. And then he goes and he finds out that he's kind of a idiot. So he gets kicked out of the pilot league. Then he becomes an infantryman where he meets the gunslinger Beckett. And then he refuses to not join them. And then he bumps into Chewbacca. And Chewbacca and him fight. And then they Yeah. (laughs) Then they get off the planet, and then he joins them, and it kind of turns into Firefly a little bit. And I was just like, "Woo, we're gonna go around getting jobs," and because that was kind of like a sci-fi western. Yeah. And then they go off. They pull off a job that goes south. So then they have to pay back the other mob, other mob guy that we get introduced to, which I thought that was totally gonna go to Jabba's palace at one point. Yeah. Well, that's what the ending. Yeah. Is well, saying. they yeah. keep saying it. Yeah. yeah they're yeah. going to Tatooine. Tatooine. Yeah. And so they pull off. Uh, an incredible job by getting um oh jesus lando carissian involved which also gets a sassy robot and we have another sassy robot and we have sassy robots everywhere <laughs> always sassy ro- it's not a star wars movie without a sassy yeah. robot yeah and then they go to the miners planet and where they've got to get like unrefined energy cubes yeah <laughs> Energy crystals, they yes. look pretty. <laughs> totally, I was just like, are these energy cubes from Transformers? <laughs> oh, God. And then uh, we get it back to the bad guy. They do a switcheroo on the bad guy. We meet the marauder, the teenage marauders, and then Beckett gets shot, and Darth Maul shows up. It's yeah. like, what, though? What did you just even say? <laughs> it's kind of sloppy, but it is. it's still fun. Yeah, it's, it's just fun. I it, mean, The worlds are sectioned off nice, though, which yeah, I think are. makes it easier to accept and digest but it's not a smash hammering of different worlds like some of like uh some of the i guess star wars movies do and other sci-fi movies where like you're new place new place new place or like what and then they or like the avengers movies do when they go to different planets or whatever and they have to tell you at the bottom what planet it is and like then the characters have to have long lines of exposition of why they're there or whatever like Marvel movies. Um, <laughs> this movie did a nice job of like spending enough time at a place and setting up the next place so well that like I'm excited to sort of see the next place they're gonna go. Where I'm like, oh, this is fun, and then they're at a new place. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. This is different. Like I don't know. I this was like the antithesis of like Infinity War. Like where it was just like fun to all these different places yeah. they were going. No, oh, it's really interesting because every single location in this movie makes me think of a different film for reference. The very beginning, when they're in their home gutter trash area, yeah. I was thinking of 12 Monkeys with oh, Bruce yeah. Willis, mm-hmm. and, oh. as well as Blade Runner with Harrison yeah. Ford. Mm-hmm. It felt very much like that in whatever, and then we were talking about how 
the scene where they are stealing that refine. It's kind of similar to the big fight out in Empire. It, it's just a bunch of different references I kept feeling throughout. And the, the ship they were on was very like sleek and high tech. And so it was completely different. I don't know, uh, Voss's home mm. ship Oh, thing. yes, yeah. Um, so it all has, like, again, the production design is very beautiful and oh, intense. Oh, production design on this one is probably one of the best that we've had Ooh. in the new ones, for and sure. And yeah, the area where Lando's playing cards, it feels like, I don't know, the Caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> like, just Kinda hanging out. That's like, the Alice in Wonderland. Plush. Yeah. He's the Mad Hatter of those scenes. Like, absolutely, yeah. it's Alice in Wonderland. So <laughs> I loved his odd obsession with capes and i loved how they brought it up they didn't just like oh my gosh this guy's got amazing capes no no they walked into his closet it's just a ridiculous (laughs) amount of capes yeah (laughs) yeah show don't tell um and yeah she's trying one on and then they destroy the one and he's like that was a whatever that was a custom cape yeah (laughs) Uh, it was funny. I understood why they did it. It was kind of a jokey thing, but like this movie's reliance on explaining why Billy D. Williams couldn't say Han Solo correctly in Empire, and the, so that he has to say Han in the whole movie, and I'm like, we get it. Like he says Han in Empire. Like we. I, like, I don't know. I think that's just how he pronounces it. Yeah, I, I didn't actually. I didn't, I didn't think they it. threw that down our throat. I just like at the very beginning, he's like Han Solo. He's like it's Han, but that's okay. Like that right there. I'm like. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. I, I know it's fan service. I don't care. Yeah, that was too much fan service. It is for fan me. service, but almost like <laughs> Billy Dew. So funny. Like I don't know. I just picture that character as a person who would just not care enough to ever know if he's saying anything right. And he is. He's kind of like pompous, but yeah. it's charming. They yeah. say it. He's the most charming human, and they got the right dude for the uh. job. I was like, I'm in love with you. But I knew you. I know you'd break my heart. <laughs> Can we talk about him and L three? What, what's our theories uh, on this? They might be fucking. They're fucking. They fucking. It's weird. Oh yeah, because when L three and um, Kira talk, it works. I understand. <laughs> I understand what you're talking about because me and Lando have you know a thing, and it can never happen. And like when that happens, I could hear the entire theater like, wait. What? What? <laughs> what did we just do? Are, is this an anime? Like, what, what is happening? I don't know. It's almost like it's like Lando. He can have any woman he wants or whatever. But L three is like that intellectual, snappy one who like keeps him on his toes. So like, maybe they're not fucking, but they might be like he might like genuinely love her. And then when she's lost, he's like oh. the only person that was like almost as equal. But it's not a person. Was well, a robot? It's a droid. Yeah. So I don't know. I I also thought it was like they probably did it once though. Yeah, they tried it. <laughs> they tried to see if it worked. I thought L three was a nice representation of like almost them making fun of the idea mm-hmm. that like oh, these are the liberal Star Wars movies, the new ones. So they were like, okay, we're gonna give you like this over the top yeah she's a social justice warrior social justice warrior character yeah for comedic effect and i felt like that was like their fuck you to the trolls in a way it had to be maybe because when she's just like i found my cause and then gets shot like almost like five seconds later i laughed it's (laughs) it's too good to it's too on the nose to like be you know just like an accident i feel like it has to be like some sort of like Middle finger to the trolls. She cared about freeing the droids. The other slaves just happened to be kind of like bystanders there, but she's just like, 
taking the restrictor bolt off. But at the same time, she was still a jerk to them, which yeah. I found fascinating. Yeah, that's oh, yeah. the layers of like making fun of social justice warriors. Yeah. Then, like, yeah, it was it was <laughs> it was actually a fun character. Yeah, the only thing I mentioned that I was thrown off by the voice of this character mm-hmm. because I thought it was um, what's her name, Phasma. Mm-hmm. It's it's another British woman, and it sounds very similar to Phasma from the first two like Jedi films um, of this new generation, Game of Thrones lady. It, I was like, yeah. very thrilled. Christie, yeah. but it's not. It's not her. It's not. So for a minute, I was like, I can't, I can't get into this character because I'm like, you're a bad character. You're evil. <laughs> you're Phasma. <laughs> you're Phasma. But yeah. then, like, I did love the character, but the voice did throw me a little bit. I was so confused. I'm like, really? Did they use the yeah. exact same actors back to back? Very similar. I hope next time it's like a jive talking like Android. <laughs> like I'm like, because <laughs> like, we, we've gotten our. We've gotten Phasma, which is the strong woman, British woman. We've gotten, uh, what was the last one from Rogue One, where he was playing... It was Alan Tudyk. I don't yeah, remember what his name IG, was. I keep on wanting to call it IG-88, because that's, that's like a, a completely different... <laughs> I know that reference. That's an Empire Strikes Back bounty yes. hunter. I know who that is, but... Well, yeah. whatever his name is, I forgot. He was a great I loved him, too. but I don't remember anything now from him. <laughs> I don't... It, here's the thing. I love Rogue One. I can't tell you any of their fucking names. I... <laughs> I that was... That was people's biggest complaint i mean it, it was just like uh darth vader yeah like i can't tell you any of their names well, but i loved the movie i loved rogue one more than force awakens so did i but yeah. i can't tell you a damn thing about it but i mean whatever it's a great movie yeah it doesn't that doesn't change the fact that i yeah. love the movie that i can't well, remember I mean, any th- of their names that movie but. wasn't like character driven really at all except jen or so i mean that's the only name I really remember. Jen Erso was just kind of the catalyst to keep it going. So Since we well. have a break here, let me just talk more about Darth Maul and okay. why I don't like that it's there. <laughs> a, why? B, Star Wars. Your last movie literally said, let the past die, kill it if you have to. And in this movie, it's the one fucking time that you have to bring something... Like, the rest of the movie, yeah, it's a prequel, but it's its own world, it's all self-contained, and then that one little bit at the end has to tie it to the other ones. I'm like, fucking leave it alone! Like, just let it be a self-contained movie! I think it's because Ron Howard is a friend of George Lucas. George Lucas was on set... It's the only good thing, really, from the prequels. So, like, let's use that. And it's kind of like George... I don't know. I'm, I'm just saying this. It's like George yeah. Lucas saying, like, Ha! You all forgot how shitty my films were because you fucking hate Disney! <laughs> so I'm going to make you look at a character yeah. from him. Oh, fuck yourself. Yeah, Lucas is like, I'm back! <laughs> and, and, like, he popped up in that movie, and I went, I fucking hate the prequels. <laughs> like, I... And it... It doesn't change my opinion about this movie. Like, I'm not going to be that Did guy. Did I watch that one? Yeah. The Did I fall Death asleep during that one? No, you watched that one. Oh, I don't Death remember Death in the movie for, like, three minutes. That's, like, the thing. He's a I memorable character. I saw that character. guy in real life, though. Yeah, and it's him again in this new one. He's Ray cool. Park. Yeah, Darth Maul is just, like, the ninja. When it pops on, and everyone's like, ooh, a ninja. And then like, he's you gone. like yeah. it. Yeah, and then and they killed him. <laughs> um, but they didn't kill him because this takes place after the prequels. Okay, oh. so in the marketing... The marketing, ke- the yes. marketing kept saying like this a uh, solo Star Wars story that takes place before A New Hope. It's after the prequels. Yeah, that's why he's got the mechanical legs in this one because he got his I legs cut off. I don't notice anything like that. No. Wait, 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 wait. What? what? 
Yeah, he's got the robot legs in this one because he gets chopped in half in the. Oh shit! I, didn't I thought even this. See that. I was so confused because I was like, "Is Han Solo alive before?" Holy shit! No, this is after they are bringing Darth Maul back from the dead. He. This is after Episode One. This is oh, not before I Episode need, like, One. A visual oh, that's timeline. why you're so upset. It's like. Let the past die. Kill it yeah, if you have you, to. You, nope. Resurrecting the past. What? Oh, that's even worse because yes. it's even Lucas being more like, I'm back! Yes. Yes, this is ten years before New Hope. Uh, that's why they kept saying in the marketing and I was so confused because I was like, oh, so they lied to us. This takes place before The Phantom Menace. No, because that would put that would make Han Solo like 50 years old. Which with Harrison well, yeah, Ford that, is not that's, in again. It it's was a like, sci-fi film. They're all four. Well, yeah, years yeah, old. but still, that that's whatever. Well, but no, Chewbacca, they he's literally he's 192 yeah. years old. Um, you look great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, this is after guys, and that's why I'm um, not happy about this. You know what? Yeah, I don't like that. Not because either. like I'm being like a, f- a f- fanboy nerd. I am, but I'm not being like a typical fanboy nerd. Where it's like, why do you have to do this? It's more just like, why aren't you adhering to what you? You're presenting like we're supposed to be getting well, these new that's stories. Because why are the we backlash? Why are we doing? Why are we giving? Why are we letting the trolls win? These are. Guess what? Darth Maul is a good toy to sell. Yeah, that's, that's why he's in this. I mean, the look—it's yeah. iconic. I never really knew the prequels or anything, but I know who that is. Like yeah. everyone knows. Yeah, who it's that an is. iconic character. Even <laughs> damn it, he's got robot legs. How did I not even? Notice How did that? I didn't notice that either? He's got robot legs. Watch next time you watch God, it. You were so nerdy. That yeah, you were like, yeah. You were so angry. You're like robot legs. I mean, I wasn't. I wasn't mad because like on the other side of the fan token, it's like yeah, I also love that character because look at him, he's awesome. But like, <laughs> but like at the same time, it's yeah. My frustration was like, guys. We had our we had the chance to let it go and we can't let it go. Like that was my problem with but, it. But so which film did it say let the past die? That was the last Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah. Which was the Here. last film made. <laughs> no, but it's like let the past die, but this film was made in the past, so they can't let it die because it's in the past. No, that's not let fair. Let it die until we have milked it to <laughs> death. like death. Which they might have, because not a lot of people went inside this weekend. So well, <laughs> a lot of people see, saw it. it I, just I think it's going to do better, and, and not maybe better, but it will have a, a a second life because one, I think that Darth Maul is in it is going to be revealed. Mm-hmm. People are going to be like, well, "Shit, that's the only thing good about the prequels." I got to go see that, and then I really do believe the protest of the fans. They're really making a statement here. These older fans are pissed. And they're not taking their families. They're mm-hmm. not taking... I mean, they're like, I can't be happy, so no one can be happy. Right, right. And so it's... I do believe... I saw an actual thing of, like, they did a survey of how excited are you for Solo. Mm-hmm. And, like, only, like, 37, 40% of people were excited for this. Probably combined that, you know, The Last Jedi came out in December. Five months ago. <laughs> yeah. That was, it's a like, it was a bad decision. That was a bad decision. But Star Wars fans are fans of Star Wars. They like characters they've seen before. Yet Rogue One, everybody was so excited for, and we didn't know those people. 
We knew Darth yeah. Vader, but you know what I'm saying? Like I, it was still new enough. I think. I think yeah, I that was it. it was yeah, it was, it was fresh off and the Force Awakens. Awakens was pretty beloved. I guess. So no. I don't know. I'm gonna say it again. It's not a bad film, guys. Go watch it. Right, which the, one are we talking about? Like this one. one. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> any of the new ones. <laughs> I, I think like this is like literally the film that this podcast is kind of like covering. It's fluff. It's popcorn. It's fun. It's yeah. well, we don't like safe so much, and I feel like this is a really safe film. I I don't think there was any risk taking in this. No. There's like, and they even maybe made fun of themselves with L three, right? Being like the ridiculous, over the top, <laughs> like right. robot sobel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, eh, okay, I, I see what you're doing here. Yes, yeah. it, it was like Stephen Colbert, like he when he was pretending to be a right. Republican. It was right. just like so over the top. Right, right. And yeah. it was on, it's definitely on purpose. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I I agree. I think I think this film definitely falls in line with the stuff that we watch weekly because it is. It's fun. It's a fun movie. The it, action sequences, amazing. They're they're fun. They're they're yeah. creative and funny. It's mm. a good balance of conversation and action. It's not too much pew pew pewing to like make your mind melt, yeah. but it's good. I don't know. And and I don't think we've mentioned this one time. The Millennium Falcons in this, folks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The first time it's like ever around. Yeah. yeah. Like and it's like they show the chess match, and I was like, I get what you, I see what yes. you're doing. Throwback. You're, uh, you're that's, fans. That's how you do fan service. Ooh. It's little things like the match. That's how, how you do fan service. Amazing. Well. I really enjoyed that sequence with like the weird eyeball monster sucking into the black hole. Did you guys forget about that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I loved when the Millennium Falcon just crash lands kind of and it's like we did it and Lando's like I am so pissed it's my baby and that thing is shredded it is so funny well yeah that was really perfect when he's just like I got like 30 hired guns in that thing and him just like he's like wait I got this I'm gonna bullshit my way through it and Beckett just looks at him like what the fuck dude like just to see him take off I love it it's yeah, great. that whole that whole section was pretty awesome. I yeah. I think it's like gonna be a a thing that people forget because it is kind of insignificant in the entire right. movie. Right. But like, I just remembered it. I'm like, oh, that was so fun because they're it's the first time they're going into like it's the first time that Han is going into like light speed. You know, like yeah, yeah right. speed or whatever. And that's like an exciting moment because him and Chewie do it. Right. Yeah. It's like, the first time they it's do beautiful it. Beautiful, almost. So now I understand like the real connection to the ship that uh, Lando has because Lando kind of had the ship. He just says it's a great ship. And I think he's like more proud of it. And he's kind of just yeah. like, I've got to look at this ship. I look at this shiny toy I've got. Right. But when he actually downloads L3 into it, it's personal. I, it's personal. Now he knows that Lando's cheating. And then at the end where you're like, Oh, he's going to punch him in the face. And he just steals his card from his little, card holding thing which by the way i find that like would be so obvious to find on yeah. someone if you shook someone's hand you'd be like oh what the, the hell is fuck that? is that <laughs> yeah but here's the thing han is like the only person who isn't charmed by right lando because they're the same person it's the yeah. same thing with kira and beckett it's too much ego yeah yeah like, they're clashing so like he sees his bullshit yeah whereas everyone else like the dudes love him the women love him so they're, they're not going to notice like a card in his in story. fact in empire when he first walks up he's like oh who is this lady right here yeah. Yeah. han's yeah. like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, not again dude. <laughs> that's just a cute callback i don't yeah, know yeah i i like all that 
Yeah. I like all the Lando stuff like that. It's fun. It's colorful. I love their card game. I want to just know more about the logistics of the game. I forget what they were Oh, playing. I'm sure it will be um, out. Yeah, I'm sure it will be Christmas. Game. But it's Kids. cool cards and everything. I'm like, I like little details like that. Again, like the design, yeah. everything in the scene. What? It's beautiful. The, their chips and the dice, his little die or yeah, whatever. Yeah, the dice that he um, hangs up there. But they're like betting with all of this random metal junk but it's so intricate if you mm-hmm. yeah. i want to like freeze a photo of that and like break apart i'm sure there's a bunch of little hidden things from other movies in there it's just cute I what like i was it. gonna say what i noticed like with their costumes like, s- the coats are so fucking cool they like all these the coats best. like look at uh, we're looking right now at like a orange poster of it and they show all the characters and like what you got beckett's coat han's coat mm-hmm. kira's coat lando's got the cape so but i mean you, you know and we the got, collars so many collars we got hella collars we got fur leather suede satin lining <laughs> um it's insane so many textures and i'm digging it man like, oh, man, if this did better, Halloween would be so awesome. But, like, <laughs> people would come back to time and be like, I thought we went for the 2018. We're in the 70s. And it's like, yeah. no, it's Halloween. And everybody loves Solo. <laughs> <laughs> in a different time without the oversaturation of Star Wars yeah. and the we have to hate everything liberal if we're not liberal uh, <laughs> way of thinking nowadays. Wait, what was that? If you're a liberal, you ha- have to hate everything that's not in right. your if you're not, spectrum if it's not of liberal. liberal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it's not in your bubble, you have to hate it. If we weren't in that time right now, I would love to see this resurgence of like the 70s fashions. I do wonder in like five, six years and everything after a lot of this is blown over, after like after the episode nine is it yeah after yeah. episode nine in a it's little few years yeah a few years blow over i have a feeling this film is going to get like a second life way down the line I agree. it's gonna be the cult yeah. classic of the star wars this franchise. would be the one that would do really well on vhs if it were it still would, that era yeah. like if it were the 80s like this would be the found one that people would be like remember this one this one was just cool and fun like <laughs> we didn't have to worry about like should we like it? Is yeah. someone else going to hate me if I like right, it? Right, right. Something that I wanted to kind of come back on. All the creature effects in this one are some of the best oh, yeah. in the series because sure. we see so many creatures in this one. Again. The worm monster, the thing in the sky, all, some of the bounty hunter marauders are like not human. All the non-human characters are really awesome in I this love one. Warwick Davies. Just yeah, Warwick up. Davies I shows love, up in a second. just Warwick Davies. Though. Yeah. But he's him. Which is fun. The horrifying monster that is Clint Howard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't you dare. I love Clint Howard. I'm just when kidding. When he came on, my whole heart just went, I like grew. I'm like, it's Clint. And then he's barely in it. Yeah, but just yeah, seeing him for a second yeah. was really exciting. And just the like, perfect role for him. Yeah, just to be like that guy who's just like yelling at droids to fight each other. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, Such I, a good. It's so odd that they had droid fighting and then like L3 was just like, you're better than this. You don't have to do this. They're using you. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? <laughs> it, it was so... That whole section was really fun. I really liked that. Uh, there was only really, for me, one section, and I can't tell you now specifically what it was, but it was somewhere in the middle, that slowed down for me a little. But the rest of this two-hour movie breezed by. I thought the pace no, of this yeah. was really good. Outside of some slog in the middle for about ten minutes... I thought this flew by. We saw it very late. 
very late, very late. after a concert, and it didn't. I wasn't like I'm gonna die. I was like, oh, okay, this is pretty quick paced. Yeah, and yeah, I don't know. It's very quick. It just jumps scene to scene to scene to scene. It doesn't stay anywhere too long. Right. It doesn't have like a lot of. You know how a lot of times in Star Wars it like flashes back to the villain for a while and then this and then back to the heroes or whatever. It doesn't go back to like Paul Bettany's character or Voss, mm-hmm. whatever, a lot. It's like he's expecting this, you better show up with it. They show up, then they battle him. It's not like yeah. his whole story, which is kind of cool because he's not necessarily a different species, but he's got like these burn marks or are they claw marks? marks? I'm very fascinated in like learning that yeah. story. Well, I love I, it. I thought it was just going to be like you know back when blah 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 sliced me, and I thought no. he, I thought he was going to make like some type of giant speech about it, and the whole time they never did it, and I'm like bravo. It's better. It's he's more terrifying because you don't know what's yes. in it. But he probably like fell on like, also, like a griddle. They may something. not have been scratched. They got more red when he got angry. Oh, did they? It, his oh. eyes. His, well, his eyes. eyes were yeah, always yeah. Red. No, no, they got more oh. red. They, like, almost got, like, this orangey, fiery red, and so did the lines. Mm. But then when he died, they almost went away. He turned, like, so, like, pallor. It was, like, Right, they were almost, like... When he died? Right. And they almost, like, fade away when he died. And I was like, maybe they're not even scratches. Maybe this is, like, maybe he is some sort of half-breed or yeah, something. Because they, like, lit... They turned orange when he got mad. In a Scream magazine, I was, like, Joe Dante was just saying, like how he thinks uh, movies explain too much and they don't allow something to be timeless. He's Show like, don't tell. And I was thinking about that, you know, like looking at that character, I was like, all of us probably can come up with a different story. And yeah. that's what kind of makes that interesting. Same thing with like Darth Maul. Right. I mean, I'm sure we could go read about what Nerd wrote, but in the <laughs> movies, in the movies, they don't explain it. So you can kind of make up your own. And I still think that's why that character has that lure it has that magic about it. Mm-hmm. Right. Even though it was in the movie for, like, what, five minutes? He yeah, was, he was he's barely, barely in. He's yeah. in the last fight, and he shows up a couple times to show that he's there in episode one. But then, yeah, it's, it's just the last maybe, fight scene he's Maybe in. it's simply that's why he's in this movie, is because, like, uh, we know what we did wrong in the prequels. This was the character that still sticks out. Let's bring him back. Like, maybe it's just as simple as that. They're like, people liked that character. Well, he's the character that sticks out for positive reasons. I mean, we still have, you know, who. <laughs> Jar Jar, let's bring it, guys. Oh. Misa, want to come back? No, kill it with fire! <laughs> oh, my God. Did that thing die? No. It's just floating it's still around, around in a rock somewhere? It's still around. I don't know, but he's Episode the asshole. Episode 9, guys. Jar Jar. Episode 9. <laughs> oh, my God. Jar Jar comes back and, like... <laughs> guys, we, like did, we did the same bit on the Last Jedi episode, just so you guys know. No, yeah. we didn't. Yes, we talked about Jar Jar in the last was episode. Was it because I was like, fucking Yoda shows up and all you nerds? <laughs> no, it was something else. We went on, like, wouldn't it be crazy if Jar Jar was, like, oh, the, the person behind all of this? I think we said that. Guess what? And we're going to do it on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever the hell that... I don't even know when that is. Well, the next one now is next year, but in December again. Oh no, we gotta find something for you to come on. <laughs> like we can't wait. That's forever. That's a year and a half away. Make the people wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you guys want to do a poll, you can vote on which episode you want me to be on. <laughs> which weird sci-fi franchise do we want to make? No, it, it's it just has like to be a sci-fi western. It's like a romantic comedy that like all of us hate. 
<laughs> I mean, I hate plenty of them. So. <laughs> well, because most of them, especially in the 90s, are the same. Oh. <laughs> no, like someone votes. Those bastards, like, You Got Mail. Like, damn it, it's a I, Tom Hanks movie. I love You Got Mail. What are you like talking about? Like okay. We have it on VHS. Right. We can do it. Let's do You've Got Mail. <laughs> Brinkley, the dog. Jesus Christ, what did I just do to myself? <laughs> I know that movie by heart. I'm ready. I'm not. I'm like an embarrassment to my... Because <laughs> well, someone once asked, is like, damn, has Tom Hanks ever done a movie you don't want to watch? And I was like, you've got mail. And they're like, oh, Dude, I no. forgot about that one. <laughs> no, I like, I like You've Got Mail better than Sleepless in Seattle. So. I love Turner and Hooch. Can we watch Turner and Hooch? <laughs> yeah, that's just an that's awesome fun. movie. It would so just, their podcast would suck because it would be like, all of us just being like, wasn't that we great? We love dogs. We love it. <laughs> Everything was great. Just... Tom yeah, Hanks okay. yelling and a dog. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we've done it. We finished our little solo Star Wars story, and we didn't. Did we ever? Who who cares about the pre-production? Go read about it. It, it went yeah. to shit. Yeah. Because guess what? Every other podcast is going to talk. That's about right. That. We don't. Need we to. are just fans of like this. We franchise, just watched the movie and we enjoyed it. It yeah. was a fun time. It was a fun time. I, w- I, I would give it seven energy cubes out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. All right, maybe 6.8. I think I don't 7. Know. 6.7 yeah, seven is a good... I don't rate. I don't like to rate, but like mine would just be like, definitely see it. I really enjoyed it. It's going to yeah. probably be well, on my favorite peer, movies of the year. peer pressure. How many Chewbacca's would it be? Well, um, I would be? I'm easy, though. If I really like something, I'll just be like 10 Chewbacca's out of 10 Chewbacca's. Because I don't really like <laughs> 10 but. Chewbacca's in one roar. Yeah. I can't do it. But Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I... I like all the new Star Wars movies, I guess. So <laughs> this is this is just keeping on tri- on the trend for me. I, I like this one probably just as much as I like all the other ones. I just like all the new ones, so it's working for me. All right, until next time. I hope Ashley comes back for you got me, <laughs> dude. Yeah, um, and can I do a plug? Yeah, no, no, no that's yeah, totally. That's go. Can yeah. I do a plug do right a plug. now? Um, so I am starting a podcast as well. With Matt over here. Yes. Cheating on you, Steve. This is... Oh, you're going to probably be a guest. (laughs) I hope you You have to... You live around the corner from us. I hope you have to edit it. So when you're like, oh, shit, this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, But yeah, we are starting a podcast called The AF High List. Um, So basically, Matt and I are watching the 100 greatest films as noted by the AFI list from 1998. So the first film is like Citizen Kane, but Matt and I are watching them stoned. And then the next day or later that day, depending on how we record it, we get stoned again. And try to talk about it. And then we try to talk about it and just (laughs) decipher what we just experience. I only want to say watch because we're not talking about what we watched. We're talking about like what we felt, what we ate, what we wrote down. Like. Yeah, so <laughs> thank God for completely legal medical marijuana. Medical marijuana <laughs> is terrific. <laughs> it is. Um, but yeah, that's going to be coming out very soon. I'm sure we will like do something like in collaboration with Analog Jones and everything and share it but the first episode we have done is citizen kane and that is coming out oh, very soon you guys did it oh yeah, it's done it. oh well, my I gosh to, i have to like you know we're starting the podcast so we have to do all the yeah logistics but um yeah so we did next up is casablanca <laughs> i can't wait to all your conspiracy theories that I you think come there's up with at least one in the first episode i was gonna say i feel like there's not there's gonna be far less than in analog jones because it's gonna be 95 percent of me saying what was i saying what was i talking about 
What are we watching? <laughs> Literally, it was so difficult just to start the recording. <laughs> because I think we talk about Citizen Kane, but we dis- we discover we talked about Tim Burton's Batman. What was the other movie we talk about more than Citizen Kane? Xanadu. Xanadu. <laughs> more than S- Citizen Kane. So definitely 100% different from this podcast. But if you are a movie fan, you will also like it. So, But also if you're not a movie fan... There's if you're a, if you're a weed fan, you're gonna love it because you're gonna be like, "Wow, I feel that way all the time." <laughs> God, it's just a bunch of nonsense. But that's what I'm working on, and I will happily come back for any movie, but especially Star Wars related shit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll always be here, guys. Maybe one day we'll find a rogue VHS to the Star Wars holiday special. We'll bring you on. Ooh. For <laughs> oh, Mother of Lord. <laughs> I don't, Mother of Star Lord. What is this? Well, I guess that's what we're going to end. We don't say be kind, rewind, so pew pew! See ya! (laughs) Later! I love Lando!